Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we uh, we take whatever artists we're doing for the week and then we listen to all of their records and we rank them. We 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 talk about the biggest banger from each album and we just we just try to have fun doing it. And then we also start with our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. If you don't know what that is, it's the same thing as six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but with Tom DeLonge with the artist of the week. So if you didn't already know, we're doing AFI, and uh, so we're gonna relate AFI to Tom DeLong in whatever weird way we can or easy way. I don't know. So what do you got, Jeff, for, for yours? I only have one today. For the six degrees of Tom DeLong? For the six degrees, yeah. I have three. Okay. They each so increase in, in difficulty. In difficulty? Okay. I was trying to go like a movie way with it, but I just I couldn't find movie connections. But, but Okay. Yeah. So um, first one, your boy Jeff Kresge. Okay. Play with fear. I'm, I'm holding my cheats right now. Played with Fear, as did Flea. Uh, Flea played with Anti-Mask, as did Travis. Ah, okay. There you go. There you go. So you just reminded me, and because I, I was trying to think of a movie one, and I did, and then I got I got lost as to where I made the connection with the actor to the band. Mm. But now I just remembered. So thank you for that. So you got two. So I'm just, yeah, I got two now. So. Hold on, I'm just writing it down real quick. Okay, I mean, you could have just said one. Oh, that's, no, you, you, you do well, it. Because I'll, I'll forget it, as I go along. Because you'll forget it, because you go, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'll, I'll start off with the easy one first, for me. Uh, this one, we start with Davey Havoc. He's also in a band called Dream Car. If you don't know about this band, it's Davey Havoc on vocals, and then the rest of the band is the, the musicians from No Doubt. So, Tony Canal, Tom Dumont, and Adrian... Adrian Young. Young. Adrian Young on drums. So we go from Davy Havoc to Dream Car to No Doubt. Uh, Gwen Stefani, obviously, was, is the singer for No Doubt. Gwen Stefani worked extensively with Warren Fitzgerald, and he played on a couple of her tours. Uh, Warren Fitzgerald to Josh Freeze. Josh Freeze to Blink. Blink to Tom. So mm-hmm. there you go. Or don't forget Dave McNair again. Trombonist. Okay. Or I could have gone Brooks Wackerman. Or let's do this. We'll go Warren Fitzgerald in the Vandals. Brooks Wackerman, who also played with the Vandals. Brooks was on uh, Tom's solo record. Played drums on Tom's solo record. So there's that. Okay. That Gabe Nair played trombone for a lot of No Doubt stuff. Gabe Nair also played trombone and some Goldfinger stuff. Goldfinger to Feldy. Feldy did Blink. Blink Tom. to Tom. There you go. All right. Easy peasy. My next one. This was also an easy one. This one I did actually... When we decided to do AFI last week, I did this one. So this is a, this <laughs> okay. is an old one. I saw it again today, and I kind of chuckled. But AFI, they're uh, they were part of the Nitro family for a while. Um, Dexter Holland, father of the Nitro family, as it as it may be called. Mm-hmm. Um, Dexter played with some guy named Adam Adam Willard. Hi, that guy Adam know. Willard played with some other guy named Tom DeLong. So there you go. There's that there one. There you go. That uh-huh. was a good one. My my next and final one here, we uh we start with uh 
we start with Jeff Kresge, who was the bass player for AFI for a while. Uh, Jeff Kresge currently plays in the band Fear, like you were talking about earlier. Uh, the lead singer of that band, is his name is Lee Ving. Uh, for a brief period of time, he was an actor. He was in the movie Clue, which is a fantastic movie, right? Yeah, it's actually pretty funny. It's a great movie. He plays Mr. Body in that movie. Uh, Tim Curry is also in that movie, plays the butler. Tim Curry was on an episode of the show Monk on TNT. I don't know if you remember, if you remember that show, but I think he liked it a lot. <laughs> it was a good show. Tony Shalhoub, fantastic. Yeah. So he was, he was on an episode of that show. Uh, the main girl on that show, her name is Trailer Howard. She, uh, she was also on a show called Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place mm. on ABC, if you remember that show. Uh-huh. And uh, so she was on that show. And then Blink-182 were actually on that show, and they played a concert, or they played like a song. Uh, at the pizza place on that show and then blink to talk look at that so there you go so that's what i got that's all i got for six degrees what's your last one last one uh afi did a cover of a filth song filth released a lot of stuff on lookout records Mm -hmm. as did green day yeah so and then and then lookout records i was green day green day to blink easy connection but here's a side note some weird stuff um, the guy who started Lookout Records, his name was Larry Livermore. He was in a band called The Lookouts with Trey Cool before Trey joined Green Day. Mm. Interesting. Here's another interesting thing that's even more interesting than the last interesting thing that I said. When Trey joined that band, he was 12. Wait, no way. Are you serious? Here's an even more interesting thing about that thing that was even more interesting than the other two interesting that I just said. Yeah. The guy that started the band, Larry Livermore, when Trey Cool was 12, he was 37. That's weird. Fucking bizarre, right? Yeah, I don't like that. That's very weird. And the guitarist for that band, which I forgot what his name was, he was like 14 or 15. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sketchy. Kind of sketchy. Very sketchy, actually. Yeah, so that's really, really weird and bizarre and (laughs) kind of gross. So. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Not one bit. No, sir. I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, that show. Okay, so that, that's our six degrees with Tom DeLong. Uh, let's get let's get right into our rankings. We're gonna do. Do we want to talk about the EPs first? Do you want to touch upon that, or you kind of want to go as we go along? What do What do you think? I mean, we can. I guess we could. I don't know. What do you What do you want to do? I don't know. Let, let's okay. We'll we'll just talk about the EPs as we yeah. go along. Like if they're okay. around the era of whatever album we're talking about, we'll talk about them. I'm not so, going to bring them up in normal conversation, but we can, they can be brought up. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We, who cares? Okay. So they, okay, if I right. have eleven records, they have eleven full length records. So we're gonna rank all of them from worst best to best, and we're gonna give our BB our biggest banger from each of them. So, Jeff, what do you got for your number eleven? Go. Number eleven. This shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, but that is bodies. Let the bodies hit the floor. This That's is their song. worst album. This is. This, there's nothing good about this. This is so damn nothing stupid and unoriginal. This is fuck? bad. This is some weird bootleg Depeche Mode without any solid melodies. This was, this was wild. pretty trash. This was pretty trash. You're fucking wild. This, this, fuck, man. This made me get like a zero. Like this was so bad what? for me. No this was way. so hard. The first Not time I listened to this, the first time I listened to this was driving home from California, and I turned it <laughs> off. About halfway through, I feel like my voice is really loud. Is my voice really loud? It doesn't sound really loud. How does it look on the on Audacity? It's we're we're, we're getting cl- it when, when I'm getting exciting. We're, we're getting clipping? close to clipping. 
Okay. Well, maybe turn it down a little tiny bit. Maybe when I get it too excited, I will back. I will back up like a okay. quarter inch. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So you still get the excitement, but not the not the clips. Not the clips. Okay. But yeah, right. this is um, this is the first time I listened to this. I stopped it halfway through, and and if it wasn't because it was the last one, and I was already like, "Fuck, I'm just gonna finish it." I, I would have turned this off again. This is so bad. <laughs> this is off. so bad. Okay, so so Jeff mentioned he, he'd give it a zero. So if, if you don't know, because we're probably going to bring this up throughout this epi- the the rankings episode, but three is a perfect album on our rating on our rank rating score. Two is a good album. You're going to continue to listen to. One is a bad album, but give it a shot. And zero is just a trash fire. It's terrible. So you would actually probably give this a zero. That's unbelievable. It's um. I mean, so, be, because so, you're a fanboy and you, because you're going to pretend this is better than it is, this may be the worst album that uh, we've ever talked about on the pod. This is worse than Common. This is worse than anything Corn has ever done. This is not worse than Poison. This, this is not is worse like than the Poison. Worst. You they, would say, oh, for you would say sure. Poison yeah, this is, this is worse than Poison, yes. You're so dumb. Like, you have no Absolutely. credibility. All credibility is, is out the window. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Bye-bye. Bye bye. You're done. Like, there's no. Like this makes no sense. I mean, I mean, this isn't their best record. Obviously, it's not their best record. But to say it's worse than those Poison records we talked about, come on, man! You're just no, no, no. This is full of silly no, boy no. talk today. This it's is not. It's not worse talk. than the Poison records, but it's not. Poison's the look what the devil did to in. me. Look, yeah, look what the cat dragged in. That album's better than this. I can't remember what the it fuck it's called. Not. It is not. There's no fucking way. Everything There's else no, Poison no. did, though, is not better than this. But that's not to say this is good. But yeah, look at the cat. Did look at the what is it called again? Look at the look cat, what the dragged, cat in. dragged in. That's like the, a common saying. You can't I know. I don't know why I keep saying look what he did to me. I don't know what that was even supposed to mean. But <laughs> that album is better than this. I would I would much rather listen to that Poison album than this. This was that's this was stupid. bad. And I I, I just, just have stupid. I'm just gonna pile onto the hate with the next two of them. So and because they're all the same fucking shitty album. Oy, but yeah, oy. what do you got? So okay. number eleven for you is probably Black so you Sales because no, you're a cuck you and you think you have no bad. no bangers on on bodies. No, no, of course not. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my number eleven is Bodies as well, their newest record. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's not their. It's definitely not their best, but it's not a bad record. It's it has some like bad part, bad songs, like definitely some bad fucking songs, absolute stinkers. But there's some good stuff. There's some great songs. Uh, some great melodies. I don't, I don't know what I don't know if you listened to the same record I did. You probably just listened to like one of the stingers on repeat, not knowing it was on repeat. But uh, yeah, no, this is it. it it's a decent record. Oh, it's man. decent. Uh, but my favorite song is "Begging for Trouble." That it's it's a very upbeat song. That bass line's great, and that chorus. I just I cannot believe how catchy it is. I think that song is fantastic. "Twisted Tongues" is another banger on this record. It's good. It's good stuff, man. Those, some the songs are good, but the stinkers, man, do they stink real bad? They're terrible. Okay. So, Bodies is my number eleven. I got the vinyl on its way. It ships out July eleventh, supposedly. You, you so. have two? Don't you have two of them? Did you buy two, two by accident? By accident, yeah. Yeah, you bought two because you love it. And so I wasn't much. able to. And I wasn't able to cancel the one from the AFI store. They never but canceled it. Maybe I'll buy it off you because I love it so much. You should. But maybe I'll buy it off you and just like record a video of me snapping it like it's like an old school <laughs> CD. I mean that's fine as long as you pay for it. I don't care what the <laughs> fuck you do with it. So I think I, I, I know I know a guy on Instagram that I think will buy it. So. Yeah, no guy. Because he he he's missing because they put out a bunch of variants for it, and I know he missed out on three of them. 
Oh my one of those, God. Who would buy more than one? Of those, one? And one of those variants I have. So I will probably sell it to him to at oh, least make my money you, back on bro, it. What are you, what is he doing? Give me his yeah, number. He, I want to talk he, to this guy. I, but anyway, so yeah, that was my number 11. So uh, what do you got for your number 10? Uh, blood album. The blood album. AFI, AFI. Dude, I, I care zero about this album. It's bad. It's just bad. It's AFI sound like shit. And I, I don't, I don't care. You know, if people are like, well, you should love bands when they progress and be different. This is stupid. This is stupid. I, I do. I mean, we'll get into it more because what I do respect about AFI is their continuous progression into different genres and it's a slow burn and it's, it's something that is unbelievable. And a lot of bands, I can't even think of any band that burns as slow as AFI does. And it's just like a gradual progression into something else. And it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, well, it's definitely not well, good. I mean, but, but, you know, going from answer that in 95 to up through burials in 2013, I mean, that's a very slow burn, but it's all consistently good. <laughs> okay. That's wrong. <laughs> but if you, if you play somebody like, like answer that and then bodies back to back, it's like, Oh cool. Th- that first band's really good, but that second band sucks. And it's like, okay, well that's the same band. And you think, how did they get there? But you can't pinpoint where they got there because it's been baby steps the whole time. And that's just, that's cool. That's just, that's yeah, cool yeah. to transition so slowly like that. A lot of bands will just take that leap from one album to the next and be completely different, change this out entirely, or AFI does it so slowly. And it's, that's cool. I dig that. I like that. But, but this is just, don't like blood. Damn, this is so bad. It's just too new wave shit. It's, there's, there's no subtleties to it. It's just, it's, it's garbage. It's trash. You think it's more new wave than burials? Burials is very new wave too. No, but Burials has one thing that's really good about it. Oh yeah. The one (laughs) song I know exactly what song you're talking about. You're such an idiot. Okay, so so you have no banger on um, uh, you're, you you have no banger on blood or what? No, no, of course not. Okay, this is fun. Um, this is my this is so, my last one without a banger though. <laughs> okay, all right, I hope so. Uh, so my number ten is also blood, blood record. Their 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 tenth record. Uh, this one, I I enjoyed it a little less than the last time we did the rankings. So this is like dropped one spot. Uh, Still think it's a good record. I, I mean, there are a couple of stinkers like "White Offerings" is not a good song. "Aurelia" is not a good song. Um, but when it, it, there are some great ones like "Still a Stranger," I love that song. "Above the Bridge," the chorus and "Above the Bridge" is fucking fantastic. It's one of the catchiest things on the record. Uh, oh so blood, blood is good. Blood, blood is good. I'm Why gonna do you try so difficult. I'm gonna to get it on justify vinyl. these horrible records. So I don't Port understand. Of, Port of Sound has "Burials" and "Blood" album in stock. So next time I'm in Costa Mesa, I'm going to pick him up. No, you're not. Why yes, would, I am. No, you, you fucking better not. <laughs> I am. And I'm going to take a picture of me next to them and then smiling. I'm going to call that guy and tell him to you. fucking hold him for me and then never show up. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Okay, so that that's my number 10. What do you got for number nine? All right, I will say to you that, that the Blood Album, my last go-around... Yeah, the Blood Album dropped two spots for me. My right. last, my last, the last time around, I did Crash Love was the worst oh, one. Oh yeah, you hated Crash Love. And then so now it's Blood. And then last time around, Burials was next up. And then this time around, Burials is next up. I really hate this album. Also, it's just not good. Nothing, <laughs> nothing about this album is good except for one thing. And this is the one thing is the only reason why it's above Blood Album. And that's Heart Stops. That is my banger. That's one of my favorite AFI songs. 
I love it's this song so much. Not even the best song on that record. It's yeah, not it is. Even the it's, best song on the it's the best song they've done after oh, yeah. after Crash Love. This is this is the only good thing they've done after Crash Love. Actually, let me scratch <laughs> that. You know what it is? Like it, it's it's kind of weird. I don't know if I said this last time. I listened to it. I don't remember if I said it either. But the intro guitar tone reminds me of Twin Peaks. That slow droning. Oh, dum, okay. Dum. Like I don't know. It reminds me of Twin Peaks, and I, I think I think like the song as a whole sounds like something Tom would do from Neighborhoods. And if hmm. if this was like a Neighborhood song, like that'd be so fucking cool. There's a lot of things in this song that Tom would just slay during the Neighborhoods era. <laughs> okay. I can I see some of it. I can see some of song. it. Uh, it's not the best. It's a good song, but it's not, definitely not the best on a silly boy talk. So that's the only good thing they've done post Crash Love. Oh, Fact. Oh my God, that's so stupid. You're just you're just full of stupid things today. It's a bootleg um, Tom song anyway. Number nine for me is also Burials. What the fuck is going on here? This one, uh, this one, I actually, I, I haven't listened to this album since we last did the rankings, and before that, I hadn't listened to it in a long time. I just, I never really. I or I thought I never really got into this until this week, and I listened to this album twice. Like I don't know what happened this week, but all this nostalgia came back when I was listening to this record, and I forgot I knew a lot of these songs on this on this album, and I really enjoyed it. I really really enjoyed this listen through of Burials. I I don't know why. I don't. It's crazy. It's it. I was shocked. I shocked myself. Because you love so, like the shitty era of AFI, it's just no, that, I, yes, you do. Like, you love it. You eat it up. I, oh yeah, clearly I love it. That's you why it it's, in, it's in my bottom three. But you're gonna okay, buy it like tomorrow. You said. Well, I mean, next time I am in Costa Mesa. That's crazy. I don't know when I'm gonna be there, but you'll probably go down there tomorrow. Nah, no, 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 no. So my uh, my favorite song on this one is "Deep Slow Panic." I love the guitar tone on this one. The 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 clean kind of um, delay on it. I just I. And I, the chorus, I love too. It's so good. I don't know. I think it's a fantastic song. The only thing that, that bothers me about the last, the thing that bothers me the most actually about the, the three last AFI records is that Davey, Davey's vocals are very different. He sings in a, in a lower register. And I don't like that. I, that that's like the thing I've noticed that I, I dislike the most is when he sings lower. And it just sounds kind of like theater theater-esque and just i just don't like it i just really don't so this is when he really like laid into that that deep vocals was on burials and then really went with it especially on bodies bodies is like all that there's no there's no higher register for him no screaming obviously no yelling so yeah anyway burials is my number nine a deep slow panic is my my bb on that one so what do you got for number eight this is where we get into the good stuff Real good stuff. Oh, eh, I we're not in the real good stuff yet. We're, we're getting eh, we to the are. better stuff. Yeah, eh, we are. We are. Um, so this one, this one dropped one spot, and that's okay. December Underground. This is mm-hmm. um, this is their seventh yeah, was album. Crash Love so high. I can't believe it's so high for you. <laughs> I was yeah, I was very surprised. Uh, wow. Honestly, this one's good. This one's a good album, but there's just too much stupid on here. And like, yeah, <laughs> I like Prelude a lot. But this album is chock full of dumb songs, like "Love Like Winter." Uh, well, "Love Like Winter," oh, that's yeah, got to be like song. the dumbest, worst song on this album. It's I love that song. Oh, I can't want to do oh, it because it's so it. stupid. You, you're so, <laughs> how do you not love. like Miss Murder? But you love that. That this song is a joke. This oh, song is love, like embarrassing. Like this winter. is this so song good. like 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 Davey brought this melody to the band. And they're like, uh, 
Are you serious? I mean, the, the, the yeah, opening man, part. Yeah, I like it. I like it. The opening part, yeah, it's cheesy. It's cheesy. So, like, but, it's not cheesy. It's dumb. But, it is oh, stupid. It's so catchy. And then Jade's guitar in the, in the chorus, too, where he does the, like, the on, the, I don't, what is it called? Like, he's just, like, turning it on, turning his pickups on and off. This oh, so good. This album is a <laughs> deliberate attempt to be better, you know, be better than, like, uh, Sing the Sorrow, but in doing so became much worse. This album is awful. But no, it's, it's not. It's it's, it's, it's stupid. You, you didn't see, oh, because there are some really good songs on here, but there's just some of the songs on here are just as bad as their worst albums, and that's why oh, it's unlistenable. It's unlistenable. So what, only love like winter and miss murder. There's only. The only I don't want to go into all the ones that are terrible, but but I mean, I mean I, again, I, I won't. Got, I won't pick do this album on the pod sometime. I don't want to do this ever. We will do ever. it eventually. We're going to do every AFI record. But affliction, affliction is my favorite. What? It, it kind of it's got everything in there. All the sounds you want from AFI, the slow stuff, the breakdown, the hardcore vocals, it's all damn good. Fantastic. Fuck. You're out of control. You're out of control today. I don't know what's going I don't know what happened to you. Yeah, this one this is the one that dropped. This dropped one spot for me from last time. Okay. All right. Just one. So, my my number 8 then is Sing the Sorrow. That is my number 8. Oh this um I love this record though. Don't get me wrong. I, I think this is an amazing record. But they just, they've done so many better things outside of Sing the Sorrow. And, uh, and just like when this album came out, I just, I hated it when it came out because it was just, it was such a different direction from the art <laughs> of drowning. popular. Well, no, it wasn't that it was popular. It was just, I mean, li- going from the art of drowning to Sing the Sorrow is a big jump. That is a big jump for, for that band, for this band. And I just, and I was, because at the time I was so obsessed with everything they had done. I, I, if I was one of my favorite bands, it's still it. They still are. But back then, when you, when you're, when you only know the first f- uh, five records and it's just all like punk or hardcore or whatever, and then you get Sing the Sorrow and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, I remember the first time hearing Girls Not Gray, I had downloaded it from Napster because it had leaked. So I downloaded that from Napster and I thought it was fake. Because remember how, like, on Napster, like, people would just, they could, upload whatever they wanted yeah. and just put like, you know, corn freak on a leash, but it would be like their own fucking band. Yeah. And I, that's what I thought this was. I thought this was like that. I thought it was some asshole uploading his band and then, conf- and then eventually confirming that this is the actual song. I just was so bummed. I couldn't believe it, but I mean, it grew on me and I think it, I, now I think it's an amazing record, but it's, it's definitely not their best. And their best song, the best song on this record is The Cellular Dream. I think this is like top 10 AFI right here. That song that's is top the, 10 AFI. It's a good song. I mean, that that guitar riff to start it out is very catchy. And then he starts with the O, just that, you know, his signature O. <laughs> and <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> this is like when, well, he didn't start the O's. He started the O's on The Art of Drowning. But this, like, he really went for it with the O's on this record. But not, I mean, Sing the Star is a solid record, but it's, it's number eight. It's definitely number eight. There's so many other better records. Okay. That's wrong, so, but okay. No, it's not. It's not. So what do you got for number seven? Number seven, this one, this one jumped the most. This is Crash Love. Crash Love, I hated, but it's, uh, this was way better than the first time around. This mm-hmm. is more fun than I previously, previously gave it credit for. Previously. Previously. Um, but this is the most pop punk they've ever been. There's a lot of pop punk stuff on here. They pull a lot of pop punk tricks. And this is uh this is the most 
fun they've had because they're such a serious band. This is mm. the most fun that their music has ever really sounded like. Like fun in, in, in the way that you would smile, like a normal person would smile when they're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is it. And so I, I, I really I actually really enjoyed this one. And this one um I was surprised because I, I ranked this dead last last time. Yeah, you fucking hated it. I hated it. It made no fucking sense. No sense um, at all. I'm okay. trying I'm trying very hard to be here, right? That's Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's your that's favorite my, one? Yeah, that's my favorite. I like how the chorus just kind of rolls along and it's super bouncy. And okay. it's fun. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's weird to have this band be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is a very weird, this is probably the weirdest record of their entire catalog. Yeah. Because there's nothing that sounds like it before or after. There's just nothing. And it's it's the only thing they've ever done that's, you can imagine them smiling. Yeah, I know. I know. It's. I, I don't know if they've ever smiled. So. I don't think so either. I really. I've never seen a smile on any of their faces. <laughs> but anyway, so that was your number seven. So. My number seven is Black Sails in the Sunset. Oh God! Here we go. No, nah, I'm just kidding. It's not Black Sails. Here we go. I, I was hoping for a bigger reaction, but it didn't happen. Well, so, I, I, um, you, you put you put Sing the Sorrow so low because you think like it's it's a popular <laughs> album, so you you got to rank it low because you, you're no. anti popular and stuff. Whatever, but go ahead. Oh no, no, you're so you're so out there of your you mind sometimes. That doesn't make any sense. But my number seven is actually December Underground. Uh, I do love this record a lot too. I remember the day it came out. I remember just just everything about the release of this record because at this point I was I really like seeing the sorrow so I was stoked for new AFI even if it's sound if it wasn't what I wanted I was still excited for it which was something new for me with the band and and it was very different I mean I the only thing only reference point I had on this record was Miss Murder and I was thought it was weird and kind of not good but I was like okay this is just one song just like Girls Not Grey was one song Leaving Song Part 2 was just one song so I don't know December Underground is a really good record Minus Miss Murder. Everything else on the record is fantastic. I, What they did electronic-wise was so different for the time and kind of like paved the way for like really bad like techno rock or like electronic rock or crab core and shit like that that brought a lot of synths into, into metalcore music. This is like the stepping stone into that. But they did it so well and so classy that it wasn't gross. So, yeah, I, I think December Underground's great. The only thing that I've never really liked about this era of AFI was how Davies Scream had changed so much from Sing on Sing the Sorrow and December Underground. He started doing that like high pitched scream. If you know what I'm talking about, I don't know. Well, yeah, he went from but, like a, a a a yell to a scream to a scream. Yeah, and he started that with on Sing the Sorrow, and he really went for it on on December Underground. So that like the song Affliction. I know you like a lot, but uh, that's so kind of like one of the weaker ones for me because he uses that scream so much. But regardless, the, the album's great. The the combination of the the rock, the hardcore, the the electronic. I I felt like it was it's so weird, but it somehow meshed so well together. And my favorite song, this is a top five AFI for me, and it's thirty seven millimeter, like the all electronic song. This is actually supposed to be a, a black audio song at the very beginning but they eventually just made it an AFI song. Ugh. And I, I, I love the song. Okay. I think it's, right. it's such a cool, it's such a cool chorus. And 
just it's just all electronic it's such a rad rad song they've never done anything like it except for black audio but within this band they've never done a song like 37 millimeter loved it so that's my favorite and that's my number seven december underground so what do you got for number six uh this is where it gets hard because now everything that I have listed after this, I, I, I listen to still mm-hmm. and it's um, like some of this stuff has changed, but I think these are all really good albums. So when I say this is my next one, this is not like a bad album and I, I like this album a lot, but, mm-hmm. but whatever. So my next one, this one, this one dropped one spot. This is, their first album, answer that and stay fashionable. Re- what really? It's uh, I, I, I've noticed one thing about answer that and and very proud of you, but uh, I, whatever. This, this is it's straightforward here. This is like skate punk stuff. This is this is a punk record, but not like an AFI punk record. This is like an AFI punk record before they got heavy, I guess is the right word to use. Heavy okay. lyrically, uh, instrumental wise. Um, only a couple songs here have a really strong melody. Otherwise, it's just fast, aggressive stuff, and it's great. I don't, I don't have anything negative to say about this album. Really, it's okay. it's uh, it's just long. It's, it's long. Do you have this on vinyl? No, I don't. Okay. I only have fucking two because I'm a little fucking cuck and I drag my feet too long, and now they're expensive. <laughs> you have Art of Drowning and Black Sails, right? Yeah, and then okay. the All Hollows, and then I will I have a lot more EPs coming soon. That's true. I'm excited. We got those from Jeff Kresge. Him personally. He gave it to us. Um, <laughs> no, I did enjoy Don't Make Me Ill a lot more this time around. This was one that I i don't give a lot of love to. But mm-hmm. this one uh, this one like jumped out at me as a new banger. And so like a lot of the songs I tried to pick like new bangers rather than mm-hmm. some of my, I just chose things I can't get over. Um, but this one, it was like a new banger for me. The melody's super fun here, and it's it's easy to latch on to. Then it speeds up and becomes even better towards the end. Like, come on. Come the fuck <laughs> it's on. It's a fucking good song. The answer that it, in general, too, is fucking great record. It's, it, it is, I mean, it is really hard to rank these. Like, their first four, I guess their first five albums, for me, it was just really hard to rank them because they're, so they're all really good. Yeah, they're all really good, but all very different. Oh, to be fair, the first two are are essentially the same album. They are, but the but the way the the production and the the way it was mixed is is really detrimental to its overall sound. Even Kresge said that he told us that it's just the first two are just long. They're well, answer long. that's not that long. Answer that's only like thirty five minutes. Yeah, but it's like fucking twenty songs. No, that's very proud of you. Very proud of you is like twenty two songs. Yeah, and that's long too. The answer first two are like long. 14. And they Answer both start out. 14, they both then, start out crazy strong with like really really good songs, but then they start to bleed together, and you start to hear just like the same punk song over and over and over and over, and it's just too long. But then shut your mouth has fourteen songs, and Art yeah, of but Gunning shut your mouth songs. is shut your mouth is more varied than the first two are because shut your mouth incorporates yeah, okay. the first two albums and then transitions into the next two albums. Uh, okay, Answer so that, that was your number. That was your number six. six. Answer that and stay fashionable. You're yeah. fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So my number six, I love this record, and I forgot how much I love this record until this week, and that is Crash Love. I think, th- I mean, there's nothing bad on this record. I think every song is solid, through and through solid. 
this is a pop rock record, pop punk at points. I, this is just, like you said, this is all smiles. This is all them having a good time. Never heard it in my life. Never thought it would happen in my lifetime that they would have so much fun making a record. Um, it's, it's, I think it's just have some absolute fucking bangers. My favorite song is Veronica Sawyer Smokes. This is another song where he starts off with an O, uh, his signature O. It's just really good music. This this album is just really good pop rock, pop punk music. Yeah. Never thought they had it in them. And I, I've i loved this record since it came out. I The first time I heard Medicaid, because that was the first single, they played that on K-Rock so much back in like 2009. And I just, I loved that song. And then when this record came out, I was just, I, I remember being like kind of blown away by it. Because I wasn't blown away with Sing the Sorrow and December Underground, because that's what I was expecting, at least from December Underground. But this one came completely out of left field, and I I liked it so much. And then I remember one time we were, fuck, I was with Everett. I think it was Joshua Tree. Maybe when we went on a Joshua Tree trip, I played I played Crash Love this record like on the way home or on the way out there. And Everett liked it so much, he like bought the CD, and he uh, like and, and then like he he would always talk about this record. He loved this record. I think that was like I, this might have been like his introduction to AFI was Crash Love, because I remember him, after I played it he loved it and he would like message me on Facebook or whatever about it, so he he loved this one too. I thought that well, was really that's, weird. That's cool. I, really I mean, weird. he was into this scene at the time. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. It's that's cool. Everett's a cool guy. Yeah. I miss Everett. I miss him. He's funny. He's a funny guy. He's not dead. We just don't hang out with him anymore. Yeah. We just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if, if friends of Everett are listening. <laughs> <laughs> he's, dude, he's so fucking funny. He's so, oh, my God. And that's where we got That's It, That's All from. Was from that's Everett, It, That's so. All. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so uh, what do you got for number five? Number five. Uh, oh, that's my old one. This one This one jumped up one spot. Uh, Sing the Sorrow. Okay. That's, a, this that's is, a little high, but okay, I'll accept it. I, I, I agree. We're, we're talking some hard departures vocally from what we've heard. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's experimenting with more soundscapes, and, and we finally added some strong electronics that aren't masked as filler, but used as a big part of the song, like in Death of Seasons. But the jump from Art of Drowning to this isn't as crazy as as it's like on the surface is it's 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 a big jump but if you dig a little deeper because there's a lot of soundscapes in the art of drowning and even a little bit in black sails and they do use electronics in both of those albums but it's it's masked as filler it's masked as background noise as other things whereas in sing the sorrow they've now brought it to the front they're now focusing on the electronic part rather than trying to hide it in the background and so it's it's this natural progression of this band, which is just so unique. And again, I just, I, I'm like captivated by at the way they can, they can progress from one album to the next in such a subtle way to where you listen three or four albums down. It's an entirely different band, but you don't even know how you got there. It's just, there, there's really like no other band I can think of that does it this damn well for good or bad yeah. of what this album or their later albums are for good or bad. It's just, it's unbelievable. But leaving song, man, I don't care. I love the song so much. And I, I they do some really part one cool, or part two, part one, the acoustic okay, good, one. Good, 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 good. Yeah, 
I mean, part two is good, but the the it's, it's, it's the acoustic. They they can do acoustic. Well, it's not shit acoustic. Real justice. It's an acoustic song. It's fine. It's not an. It's oh. a clean guitar, but it's not. It's that's an acoustic song. It's fine. <laughs> you think other shit is acoustic, and they got like drums and stuff going on, and they get out of here. You fucking <laughs> just get fuck out of here. Oh, uh, when Davy comes in, that first line, "Walk the way, walk away. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and the little solo, bam, 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 bam. Oh, that's such th- th- his tone. That, it's his it's, tone on that song is so good. Oh. I I think sing the sorrow is. I think it's fantastic. And then I listened to your copy and I, I just, maybe that's why it ranked a little bit higher for me too, because now oh, okay. I could hear on the vinyls and I was just, I was super stoked about it. And I was like, damn, this is such a good album. But then they still have some punk songs on there. They still have some very fast and very aggressive songs. Yeah, so it's true. not, no, you're right. they're not full blown bad AFI yet. This is the <laughs> last time that we're going to hear like a good, they're hinting mixture at it, of AFI. They are definitely, they are definitely hinting at it. I mean, there there is a stinker on Sing the Sorrow, and that is Silver and Cold. Oh. That song well, is not good. Silver and Cold is not it's, good. It's stupid, but it's it's of its time. Uh, like it's, like what they, I w- when I was lis- listening to it this week, I was thinking like they could have sequenced this record. I feel much better. Like if they took out Silver and Cold completely, and they took out this time in Perfect completely, and put the Leaving Song Part Two after the leaving song where it should be and you ended the record with those two songs as like like an epic almost that could have that could have made the album just absolutely perfect like you, okay. you could you could you could definitely take out the last song where it was wait, home is it home is no no it's home is nowhere i'm sorry not this time imperfect it's home is nowhere and and silver and cold you take those two songs out because home is nowhere sounds a lot like leaving song part two they're they're kind of like interchangeable in the style and how they're kind of uh uh they kind of progress as a song so as long as you put leaving song part two at the very end after leaving song part one you got a great record right there i i do agree that silver and cold is just so it's 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 kind of a bad song it's it's tailored just even it's, like it's, that ugh, it's made drum part oh, it's it's, so it's, gross. it's arguably like their first song that they've ever made or they ever wrote specifically to be popular yeah, it seems and like it. That's yeah. what it feels like. And it's just like how quiet the verses are and then how, how hard, I put that in quotes, the chorus comes in. <laughs> but it's just like... And then even when, when it get, comes out of the intro, out of the intro into the verse before he starts singing, it's that electronic beat. And it's just, it's so cheesy. Yeah. It, the video, it's, I, it can't, is. I don't like the video. Oh. Uh, he's so ugly in the video. <laughs> That was when he had like the fucking super long hair too, Ugh. and then Jade's hair too. Oh, Jade's hair was was rough, hideous man. Yeah. Well, Dave yeah, Davis is not an ugly man. It's just no, he's had it, questionable appearances, like a questionable hair and and makeup. That just yeah, it's like when Chris Crabbe really got like long hair and stuff and stopped being like clean cut. Like he was super ugly too. Like Chris Crabbe is <laughs> a good looking dude when he's like clean yeah. cut. Yeah. But eh. Davey Havoc's the same way. Yes. Yeah. So. Good looking dudes. Yeah. I mean you can't you can't deny that. So that is your number five. Yeah. Yeah, right? five. Okay. Is that all you got on Sing the Sorrow? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh so my number five is very proud of you. This is their second record. This is the last one to to have Jeff Kresge on bass, my my favorite bass player, one of my favorite musicians ever. Uh and this one it's it's a great record, but it's just it just always falls a little flat because one, it's so long, so some of the songs bleed together. 
and also because just the production on it and the mix on it is just not that good. It's very, it's very low end. There's very, very little high end on it. It's just, it's a shame. And, and when we talked to Jeff Kresge on Instagram, like a year or two ago, he was, he said the same things. Like he was saying like, he wishes this album was mixed better and just recorded better. Cause, and if they would have cut out, like he pretty much said the same thing we did. It would have been just a much more concise record and better record in general had that been done. So, and then re-recording like your Renderum and, uh, what was, uh, what are the, what's the two, I think two of a kind? Yeah. Two of a kind. Like why, why re-record those? Yeah. I just don't get it. I mean, they were so good on answer that like you didn't need to do it. So whatever though. But I, I mean, regardless, very proud of you is just an amazing record. And file 13, I, Ooh, that, that call girl. that call and response is amazing. So I love this. I love very proud of you. It's, it's a great record and the great artwork, too. great artwork too. Jeff Kresge did the artwork for that. And, uh, just great. Good stuff, man. So that's my number five. Okay. All right. All so right. what do you got for number four? Uh, number four, this one, this one went down one spot. Art of Drowning. That's a shame. This is uh, this is very similar to Black Sails in a lot of ways. What, what this what this did for AFI was give them more confidence in their intros and soundscapes. Um, they didn't need to kick off each song like punkers or have like the drummer hit a hi hat four times like they did on several songs <laughs> on Black Sails. Yeah. Now now they're like curating intros to a lot of the songs, and those intros are not just like a joke but they support the song as well as just kind of like stand on their own as being unique. You know, they provide like an actual introduction of what's to become. Um, like on a, a story at three, that's a killer intro. Oh, that's good. And yeah. it's definitely like an elevated intro that we've only heard bits of, and we've never heard anything like that before. So mm. like on the surface going from black seals to art of drowning, they're very similar almost in like in every way. But when you dive into a little bit deeper, Art of Drowning furthers what they're doing on Black Sails to bridge the gap between Black Sails and then Sing the Sorrow. I dig. Because Sing the Sorrow is all about fucking pomp and circumstance. And Art of Drowning oh, still yeah. try to keep the punk and then add the pomp and circumstance. But Art of Drowning is great. I have this one on the vinyls. And I I think this album is really good. And this I'm, until we did it last time, I... I had not listened to this one in many, many years because oh, it's so good. It just falls between two other ones that are like a lot. So, whatever. <laughs> but uh, Morning Star, Morning Star, the That's closer. So weird. That's I know, so man. Weird. I just so I can't wrong. get over this. What is what is going on? I don't know. It's a great song, but I mean, fuck, so many better songs on there <laughs> than Morning Star. Oh my god, it's so good. Like like this is one that I listened to on the vinyls, and then you know there's a lot of silence after, so I pick the needle up and then listen to it again because. I went through all the work just so I could do it again. <laughs> I dude, I love it so much. It's so goddamn good. Uh, that's that's wild. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes you gotta just do what you gotta do. It is what it is. Yeah. I live, well, laugh, love. It's not. Well, I support well, science, or I follow science. I follow science. I su- <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay, so that was your number four. Um, Oh, I forgot to mention too. I do have Sing the Sorrow on vinyl. Well, I have I have a bootleg copy, but you currently have it, so I'm waiting to get that from you. Um, and then I have Very Proud of You on vinyls as well. And then my number four, I also have pretty much everything from here on out. I have on vinyl 
from Very Proud of You until my number one I have on vinyl. So my number four is Black Sails in the Sunset. This one rose Wait. significantly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because you juked right, me out earlier. Tried, I, I tried yeah. to juke you earlier, yeah. So this one this one was the biggest difference for you me. Like, this hated like, this one last time. This was like my number like nine. This was your second you know, to number, last last time. Yeah. Well, no, no, because I, I, no, I like this. I've always liked this more than Burials and Blood. No, I just listened to the episode. This was your second to last one No, last it was time. not. It's it Bullshit. Was. It was not. I just okay. listened to it. And you're lying. Okay. I'm not lying. Because <laughs> I was very mad then, and I was very mad when I was listening to it also. <laughs> like a year and a half after, too. You're just pissed. You're Still seething. upset. Uh, but yeah, so this, this one jumped up. I mean, I've always loved, absolutely loved this record. I think it's, uh, this is what, this is that record that got me into AFI. This was, when I got into them, they don't, this is, this was the farthest they had. Art of Journey hadn't, it hadn't come out just yet. And my cousin showed me this record. He had it on a burn CD. And I listened to like maybe four or five songs, like Malleus Maleficarum. I pretty much listened to like the first four or five songs. And I loved it. I just fucking loved it. But he wouldn't give me the CD. I tried to ask him, I'm like, Brandon, can you just give me the, give me your CD? Like, I really want it. And he's like, no, no, I love this record. He, he loved AFI too. So I never got it. And then, and then I remember I, I went to Best Buy, Best Buy like maybe a month later and they only had one AFI CD and it was the Art of Drowning and it had just come out like not even a week prior. So Art of Drowning was the first record I ever got from them. But the first songs I ever heard were, were Melius Maleficarum from, uh, from Black Sails. And this record just, it just has all the nostalgia. Like it just, this is what I, I eventually got Black Sails like maybe a month or a month or two after I got Art of Drowning. And then I just was so obsessed with them for like a year before I even got the first three records. But dude, this this band just—I <laughs> don't know, man. I've loved them so much since I was like in probably seventh grade, maybe eighth grade, probably seventh grade. But yeah, no, it's—I I love Black Sails. Every song's a fucking banger on this one. My favorite song was the is is the prayer position. Just the how high the guitar t- the the guitar playing is in it, and then it just like it's almost like this like it's a weird beat, like a weird rhythm to go along with Davy's vocals it's very bouncy almost like green dayish and then okay. you can and then it goes into the chorus and it's just like the the background vo- vocals it's like now nah, what what do they say like now in the distance i don't even know what they say i can never feel yeah and then just yeah oh my god it's so fucking catchy i love the prayer position and of course god called in sick today the last kiss is amazing melis maleficarum is is amazing there's just so many fucking bangers on this record so Black Sails in the Sunset, it, it really rose up in the rankings. But, I mean, I've always loved it. I've always loved it. So, there you go. That's my number four. Almost missed out on it on vinyl. Waited till the last second to get it. When did you, I got it. When did you buy it? I don't remember you buying this. I bought it, like, two months ago, three months ago. And it was, they had just, like, repressed it. And then it sold out really fast. And then you almost missed out on it. Like we almost we both almost missed out on it, but you almost really blew it because mm. you were dragging your feet. You're like, no, I'll I'll get it, I'll get it. <laughs> and then it started going up in price, and then you happened to be like the last one to get it before it like got jacked up in price. So we both lucked out on this one. So yeah. and it's a cool variant, gray and white, kind of not splatter, but just blotchy. It's cool. Yeah, it's a good. So one. that's my number four. What do you got for number three? Okay, number three. Very proud of you. 
Um, this one went up one rank from last time. This was this. I mean, this for a long time. This is my favorite album by them. Yeah, you and like I, I think I think as far as like if you just track the first handful of songs, this is this is the most perfect. Let's say first five songs. This is the most perfect five songs they've ever done. I think. Yeah. Right after the other, this is this is the best. But I mean, my main complaint too comes is its length. It's it's just kind of long. But mm. it's so high because I have so much nostalgia. I've listened to this album more than any other album, maybe even combined. It's because so this was weird. this is the one that I downloaded on Kazaa, like almost kind of probably like nine. I don't even know when I was using Kazaa. Probably like when we were like eleven, twelve. Yeah, it so sounds about right. Shortly after this was released, I had I had downloaded it, and I don't even know why. I don't know how. I think I was just downloading a bunch of fucking music at the time, just whatever, <laughs> just downloading it. Fucking who cares what it is? So yeah, I, this was the first AFI um, record that I had heard. M- a lot of these songs were the first AFI songs, but my my favorite is File Thirteen. What are you gonna do? Oh, it's, a dude, fucking, it's so good. It's, it's it's a beyond banger. It's it's so perfect. It never gets old. I just I get so excited. I get so, I, I get so jumpy. I get so like antsy. Like I want to just I want to go cray. I want to go cray cray. <laughs> I want like slam dance. I want mosh. I want to fucking spin my arms. I want a windmill and stuff. You know. I just mm, yeah. God, it's so good. I feel you. I feel you on that one. Fucking I love that song. A song. I love it. It's oh my god. It's one of their best songs. Through and through, one of their best songs. Yeah. No, I I I would agree. That is it is one of their best songs. So yeah. that's your number three. Number three, baby. Okay, so my number three is The Art of Drowning. We we did this one the last time we did AFI on the podcast, like a year and a half ago, I think, maybe a year ago. Um, this was, like I said, this is the first record I ever got from them, their first full, their first, the first full-length record I ever got from them. And, uh, I mean, I, I loved it from the beginning. I Not only the nostalgia, but just the artwork on it is just so cool. It, I think this is the, the cool, well, no, nah, this is the coolest artwork. That, no, second coolest artwork they have. Is on this record. I I've, album I've wise, just, album album artwork. Yeah, I, uh, this is, I'd, this I'd is my say, second favorite. What's your favorite? Almost first. Shut your mouth. Oh, yeah, that's wrong. But yeah, this is this is this is one or two. This one in Black Sails. Black Sails is is rad too. I really love Black Sails. This this era of the band is just fucking insanely good. Yeah, it really is. And the Art of Drowning. There's just so many bangers on this record, and we we, we talked about it. So I mean, you can go back and listen to that one because that was that was a really good episode. And we we were we dove real deep into this album, um, but my favorite song is "Catch a Hot One." That's my biggest banger. I, I mean, Hunter's bass playing on this is fucking unreal. Like it, it's unnecessarily good. <laughs> and it, I, he did. I remember. I think we talked about it on the pod, but I'll just bring it up real quick. Back when, like you know, the, all the COVID stuff started, a lot of artists were doing like playthroughs of their band songs, and Hunter was doing that with AFI. And he did this, he did Catch a Hot One. And in the video, he said, I haven't played this song since we recorded it. So he, he had to like go back and relearn the song because they, they just never, never played it since. They recorded it and he played it through. And I just watching him play the song, there's so many nuances to it. And I was, I was, I was blown away. I was absolutely blown away by his performance on this song. And just everybody, I mean, everybody on the song absolutely kills it on this record too. So... The Art of Drowning is my number three. So what do you got for number two? Uh, number two, this one didn't move. This is uh, the album that we're doing. Shut your mouth. Mm. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. 
And uh, <laughs> that's that's my number two. <laughs> okay. All right. So then my number two is Answer That and Stay Fashionable. Their first record, the debut record. This is the this is the record that made me notice Jeff Kresge. And then the album that made me that solidified like my my admiration for his playing was Tiger Army's second record, Power of Moonlight. Like answer that and Power of Moonlight just showcase his his talent and just how good he is as a bass player as well as a songwriter. I, I he's just he's so good. He's so fucking good. And every time we've talked to him, either it be online or meeting him in person, he's been so humble and so nice and so grateful. He's just a cool dude through and through. And I just have nothing bad to say about him. And he wrote like most of the songs on answer that. And then his bass tone on it, he plays it like it's a guitar essentially. And he is like the lead and rhythm guitar player on this record. And he puts Mark to shame on this one. And dude, just everything about this record, it's fast, it's punchy, it's punk. It's, it's everything you want from like a hardcore punk record but better like because not every song sounds the same i feel everything has their own character and it's it's an amazing record and all the stupid movie clips that thrown in there <laughs> i don't know from all that pulp fiction shit yeah it's so, very it's so silly mid to late it's, 90s. It's, good. it's fun yeah it's fun it's very fun yeah i mean pulp fiction had only been out for what like a year maybe two years when this album Dude, came I, out. yeah everybody was in love with it yeah exactly so answer that and stay fashionable truly a truly amazing forgotten record i love it so that's my number two all right so what do you got for number one number one uh didn't change we actually did this album a long time ago and i didn't like it as much as i did the second time around and then now the third time around Mm -hmm. and i've actually never liked this album this much until we did art of drowning and that's black sails in the sunset there's dude this this is just man this is just a good transition album it's it's taking all of what they were and then adding what they will become but it was it's never obnoxious and this album is super heavy and super dark and it 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 keeps it keeps all the energy from the first two albums expands on the goth part of their third album it's it's there are some insanely strong melodies here. And the songs aren't like afraid to deviate in tempo and feeling, even like mid-song. They're mm-hmm. not straightforward punk songs like 1, 2, and 3 were. Because 1, 2, and 3 don't ever deviate, don't ever stop being a punk song and then go into something else. And then go back into punk. It's either it's punk or it's not. And it's Shut Your true, Mouth yeah. did it a little bit, but not not nearly in the same vein as Black Sails did. So... I don't know, like Black Sails just is it's just it's something special. It's something special and it's the last time I think I think Black Sails is the epitome of AFI. I think Black Sails is the perfect representation of all that is AFI. I'd and agree it, with you. And that was also the first with the classic lineup of the band. You know, with, yeah. with Davy with Davy, Adam, Hunter, and Jade. The band has been unchanged since. So I mean that's kinda that's significant too, because it's essentially a different band. Because, I mean, two of the original members are gone and the stylistic change is massive from Answer That to this. Yes. So, I mean, you can almost say it's a different band it's, to an extent. But but the the difference between Answer That and this is is definitely massive, but the difference from Shut Your Mouth to this is not massive. It's just... I, I disagree with you on that. 
It's no, because there are still some crazy fast, aggressive songs on Black Sails that are just as heavy, that are just as dark as it was on Shut Your Mouth. And Shut Your Mouth has a couple of songs that if they weren't so punk, they would be kind of ballads. And Black Sails yeah. has ballads and God Called and Sick Today is a ballad. But right True. before it, At a Glance, I mean, that is a... I mean, that's essentially just a prelude to Black Sail or uh, God Called and Sick. God Called. And then Weather Tomb, dude, that is the best intro they've ever done. Just the drum roll <laughs> into the, yeah, that rising. Oh, my God. So good. And then they it outro so with good. that. Like, it's, fuck, man, Black Sails is so fucking good. It is unbelievably good. And I I don't have a banger on here because I think this album's perfect. I think this album's a three out of three. Because they're all bangers? They're all bangers. Yeah, every single one. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. I mean, as long as it's a good album that that is your favorite, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be upset. I'm not. I upset. mean, again, going back to going back to my fifth best, very proud of, or um, sing the sorrow, or even back to my sixth best. Answer that. That's still like a I don't know. Pro- I probably just off the cuff here. Mm-hmm. I I would still give answer that probably like a two point four. Okay. Okay. Like, so uh, we're we're splitting uh, hairs here a at this bit point. Low, but I don't know. You should at least give it a two point seven five. Well, that's that's too high. <laughs> it's not. That's too high. That's okay. It's not. It's not. It's not. All right. So you got anything else on black sales? Well, because your favorite is God called in sick today, right? Is, you, you said that. Right? No, I, I I don't. I didn't pick a favorite. I oh just, yeah, you didn't have a favorite because there's either. like I said, weather tome, weather tome. You say tome, tomb, tomb. I say tome. tome. It's tome. Isn't that a book? Is that what a tome is? A book? Is that just a cool way to call something a book? I think so. Wait. Oh, fucking tome. Wait. Is. I don't. Let's see. Tome. I think tome's a book, T-O-M-E. like an old book. It's, it is a book, especially a large, heavy, scholarly one. Stupid. What a bunch of cucks. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> Weather. This one's called Weather Tome. Oh, it's, it's called Old Book. It's yeah, weird. it's an old book. <laughs> <laughs> this song's called Old Book. <laughs> yeah, that's AFI in a uh, nutshell right there. Yep, yep. This is what <laughs> AFI became. You know, this is the beginning the beginning of that 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 kind of almost pretentious era, yeah. Fucking, they they just bought a thethorith. Oh, I can't even a say thethorith. <laughs> they bought a thethorith. Like sound like Mike Tyson over here. That's AFI, dude. You did that before. I think you did that like maybe a few months ago. You with the Soros. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because I I put that in like the the bloopers section at the <laughs> end. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a tough word to say off the cuff if you're not thinking about saying it beforehand. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that's true. Oh boy. Black okay, sales. so Perfect. Black Sales is your number one. My number one is shut your mouth and open your eyes. But we'll get into that on the main episode. So go listen to that. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio, and keep listening to all your friends. And I hope you guys all enjoyed. And that's it. That's all. Tip, tip. Tell all your friends. <laughs> <laughs>